Hello everybody, welcome back to part two of Verity by Colleen Hoover. Hope you guys have been having much fun as I have. Take a seat, uh, buckle up, because it's going to be a ride. And she looks down there with a hatred, <laughs> clenches her fist, and books it back. No, she doesn't. And only Lowen saw her. While getting railed. Yeah. Wow. What a what a weird feeling of emotions we got going on. And she's like, oh my god, your wife? <laughs> and he's like, what? What do I do? I'm coming. <laughs> do. Do. Okay. Okay. Thought experiment. I gotta get some more water. You go ahead. My, uh, my, my voice is starting thought, to crack. Thought experiment. Um, you're. I guess you're you're throwing it down, right? Yeah. You're throwing it down. You're sexual stuff. Yeah, you're sexually. And you see your thought to be wife or vegetable wife, oh. just fucking like like the bionic man. It's a miracle. Do you do you stay in the pocket and finish, or do we? Or do we go? Whoa. Uh oh. Cotton act, huh? You Listen, you're, you're, you're already caught in the act. <laughs> what do we do? We might as well finish the job. <laughs> oh, shit. Just saying. Mama did a raise, no quitter. <laughs> oh, shit. So, Lowen is like, no, like, oh my god, your wife. Oh! <laughs> in her defense, that shit, I was like, nope, we're done. Yeah, that. that He's like, what is she? So Lowen's like, <laughs> up the stairs. Just like, panties all on the ground. Just, no. And she busts in. Very just in her bed. Just, just veggie tails. What a long con, though. What a long con. Why? <laughs> so Jeremy is like, why? He's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Pants around his ankles. And he's, like, he's actually like, understandably, he's like, listen, like, you're, you're, you're right. I'm sorry. Like, you know, this is, this is wild. So wait, wait, so... This is going to be a very weird yeah. thing for me to ask. So were they like doing it doggy style? She looked up? Or well, they were like, getting there. I don't think he was in yet. I don't think he was... They were like... Well, they were like making out. The they were like making out. Like clothes were coming off. And she looked Things up. were being fondled. She like looks up and Verity's just... Uh, Come on. Again, that. that's a great... That would fuck... That, that's great. You said that and it honestly uh, freaked me out a little bit. I was like, that, that was great. <laughs> so Jeremy's like... But Jeremy's also kind of like... I don't really regret it. Like, I don't know, I don't know like, if we should be saying this in this room with yeah. this woman, what she's capable of. And he's like, listen, I hear what you're saying. I understand the guilt. He goes, would it make you feel better if I got a lock for outside her door? <laughs> we could just lock her in there. Wow. Listen, obviously, uh, this is a thought of a man who did not finish. You know for a fact. That's 100%. Man. <laughs> That man did not finish you with... That is a new... <laughs> Post-nut and pre-nut clarity, man. Are two very different human beings? He was going. He was like, no, I will board it up. What do I got to do? Will it do her? <laughs> I, got, I got the clay. We'll just lock... I've, I've read the casco of Montalbano. We'll just lock her ass in. Oh, I've got bricks and mortar. 
<laughs> Whatever it takes that's the fish. We'll lock up my vegetable wife at night so we can bang without repercussions of her coming down the stairs. Oh. And in his mind, she's just imagining it. So he's going to lock up his wife for no reason so he can bang a mentally deranged woman who sleepwalks and is convinced his wife is faking an illness <laughs> with his five-year-old son, his dead daughters, haunting the premise. Oh my god. So Lowen is still like bad. She's like, is this real? Am I I'm just be, like... Okay, really bad. We're an hour and 50 minutes into this and I am... I hope this never ends. Honestly. <laughs> I'm so, good. so enthralled. So... Wow. The money still hasn't come in. Oh. Oh. Real, real shame. That's a real shame. So... Fuck. <laughs> so he goes... What's up, I thought it might help. He, he had come to my office to let me he, to know he got another lock for Verity's door this time. thought it might help you sleep, knowing there's no way she could leave the room if that were even possible. She, okay. There, how, does she, how does she pop the lock? She has to pop it. She's right. going to get out. She go through the window? And she's like, well, she's like, I don't I don't know. She's like, am I really thinking this woman's like faking a disability for months? Like, oh, I She's am. pulling a Harry Houdini. <laughs> this is a bizarre long con. So, like... She's like, I need to read more. So she reads she reads another excerpt. Another from, railing. Another railing. And she talks about how Crew was born, and then we get into um Chastin dying. Oh, and Chastin dies because it's actually really sad. She has a sleepover at a friend's house. Oh. They're they're like eight. They go to get a snack in the middle of the night. They somehow got into peanuts. She they did. were kids that know that use the EpiPen. She dies. Her sister was there. <clears throat> and she, so Verity is actually like affected by this, oh, and so she's she, actually she, sad. She's she actually she sad. didn't mean to. No, she didn't. No, did she she, she, no she actually died of a of a peanut allergy. Okay, but she's like Harper killed her. She's like, I bet anything Harper got. This is the this is her dream. This is her dream coming to truth. I would have killed her when she was a baby. She wouldn't have got the peanuts, because Harper got it oh. to her. And she she's sad, but she's also really annoyed with how sad Jeremy is. Oh my god! Because Jeremy's like soul crushed. Yeah, uh, you have that's because it's a it's an incidental thing. Yeah, know? like he literally the, this chapter ends with had I stopped Harper before she acted, we would still have Chastin. And then maybe Jeremy would have been so fucking sad all the time. Wow, this woman's just not nice now. No, she's we not have nice. Entered, she's just mean. She's just mean. So basically. Lowen's in the morning, and Verity is in the living room watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> and April left uh, for the day, so the, or the nurse left. So it's just wait. So it's just it's just it's just right it's now. Just it's, Legolas just, and, it's just Legolas. It's just Legolas and Verity. Oh my God, Zach! And oh she's, no! She's at her and she's like, "Sup, fucker?" She's I like, "I should like I'm gonna try to make her move." <laughs> so there's these balls. She just takes one, and chucks it by her. <laughs> to make a noise to see if she like just flinches it, balls it at her. She she doesn't move. She's like, okay, I see you, I see <laughs> you. So she ass over, fuck it. So tip ass over. So she goes in the kitchen and she's like talking and she's like, um, 
you know, she's getting ready. She hears Jeremy call for her. But then she realizes there's no sound and coming out of the living room. And the sound was on on the TV. Oh, no, 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 So she walks back out. The TV's on, but it's muted. Oh, this woman's psycho. Fuck her. And Gertie's just, you know, sitting like this. So she starts, so she's like, I gotta say something, like... You think you can fuck with me, you yes, motherfucker? <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> talking to Benji Ted, she's like, oh, what's up? Fucking, fucking but, Denzel at the end of training day, like, oh, you ooh. motherfucker. And so she's trying to get a response, so she's like, I... Like, she just says, I hope you die with a, fo- a throat full of your own vomit the same way you attempted to kill your infant daughter. Wow. She fucking went for the fences. And she's like, she she waits. So she's like, is she like, Come on, is she gonna respond? Come on, bitch. She, she doesn't <laughs> respond. And then she doesn't move. I try to think of something else to say that would make her react. It would something, be Jeremy. Something she wouldn't be able to keep her composure after hearing. I stand up and lean into her ear, bringing my mouth to her. Jeremy is going to fuck me in your bed tonight. Wow. Wow! The balls! The odd balls! This woman will attempt murder. Nothing happens. Wow! But Verity pees herself. (laughs) (laughs) She's like. (laughs) So Jeremy literally has to go. Take care of her. Yes, to like that's change a, her. That's a power move. That's a power move. That's a, <laughs> so he's got to go like how wash much, her. How little shame do you have though, right? To be a full, fully functioning. Yeah. And you go, oh yeah, you're going to fuck my husband? I'll piss myself and he'll bathe me. Well, Lowen takes this. She's scared of me. <laughs> Pussy! I used her to dominance. What's up, fucker? You peed. She blinked. <laughs> I get two for, two, for, two for flinching. She blinked. So she's talking to show your shoulder. I get to punch you twice. You get to punch you. <laughs> so she, he's gone. He misses all of dinner. Oh no! I do not want to be in a house with this woman. No, she she makes spaghetti and vomit off. So vomit on my sweater already. <laughs> so he he goes and changes her, gets her down. He's having so 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 Cruz in bed now. He's like, oh, this is my life. <laughs> shame if yeah. So, uh, they just start fucking. Wow. And. Oh, she was serious. She was like, oh, oh, she oh, was oh. serious because they, they're doing it in the master bedroom downstairs with all, with all the bite marks. Wow. And she specifically bites on the bed in the same place to make a bigger indent. Oh, my God. As a power move. Like, over the same. <laughs> Over the same marks that Verity has on the bed frame, she puts her mouth on the same marks and bites down to put hers over it. What are we doing? That's a power move. What? Are, what is this dog? With, and my he, God, the pissing contest! That was, <laughs> the literal pissing. And contest. he goes, "I don't have a condom," and she says, "I'm not on the pill." Word. Okay. Here we go. He goes, "I'll pull out." All right. She's saying, "No, you won't." The word makes him smile. He whispers, "All right." So he just and there's like this really weird thing about how all the sexual like interactions that Verity has with Jeremy, she's in control, and Lowen's like, I let him do whatever he wants. Oh my god, this is so bizarre. <laughs> That's no, right, Verity. I relinquish all my control over to him. I let him take me however he wants me. And he does for over half an hour. Oh weird. Nice. Every time he seems close to release, he pulls out. It goes on and on. Well, that's the first time they bang. 
Uh, wow. uh, oh, yeah. I can feel Verity's teeth marks beneath mine, different, unaligned with my own. I bite harder into the wood as I come, determined to leave deeper marks than she ever did. What are we doing? Determined what is to, this pissing contest? Determined with? to think only of Jeremy and me every time I look at this headboard in the future. Okay, listen. I know that they say men have dick swinging competitions. Yeah. But my goodness. This is wild. This is peak dick swinging. So then they bang in the shower. Oh my god. And we get that. That's wild and this slippery. Is 32. And then they talk more about Verity. <laughs> These details don't matter. Yeah, he's, he's talking about like. Man, should we just never had a connection. Like, yeah, we just never had a connection. Well, he he's like, all right, I got to get back upstairs. I want crew to wake up and be alone. That could be bad. So he goes to leave. Door stuck. No, it's not. Because remember, there's a, there's a lock on outside that bad boy. So she locked him in? She locked him in. <laughs> oh, that's chilly. And he's like, huh, I guess we closed it too hard. And like the lock slipped or something. And Lola's like, oh. No. Break the window. Break the window. We're breaking this window, motherfucker. And she's like, Jeremy, I just want you to know that, like, maybe if Verity is there, crew might be gone. If she locked us down here. And then Jeremy's like, I... So he, like, pops out the window. And he... He books up... Crew's still in bed. Verity's still in bed. He's like, oh, no, we just must have closed it too hard and locked it. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. She's like, oh no, we got, she locked us down here. I'm in with the psycho. What do you do at this point? What do you do? You leave? You're in it. Well, you fucked it multiple times. You're in it. And so she decides she needs to reach because there's only a couple chapters left. So she needs to see how the autobiography closes. Now we get to, this chapter was very difficult for me to read. I from a subject matter perspective. From a subject matter perspective, okay. I I'm very like I'm very like protective of kids. Yeah, like like that's like where like my big like soft spot is is for like kids like my nieces and nephews like like being mean to them like, like I don't know child, I, child violence is something that you it's mean. very like that's like I, I like a lot of like that is like the one thing that like really genuinely like makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So she hates Harper. And remember, Harper has, like, Down syndrome. And she's, like, verbally mean to her oh, about, like, do you even... Like, she makes her cry. Oh, she's like, do you even care about your sister dying? Like, it was your fault. Oh, and this is, like, a, I, it's very hard to read. Yeah. And then she, like, looks at Crew and she's, like... She's, Turn out the eat peanuts, fucker. Yeah, and she's like, now she cares. <clears throat> And wow. basically, she's up crying, and Jeremy's like, oh, why are you really crying? And she's like, oh, she wanted to go, you know, down by the lake, but I told her she, no. she couldn't go. And Jeremy was like, oh, you should take him out. I have to go to the grocery store. Oh, and now she's like, this is my ticket out. Why don't you, you know, you can, like, like take the kids out and play. And she's like, man, I hate this kid. So. So is this going to tie in the way he's tearing up the dock? Yeah. So. Uh. So she has them both get in the canoe. Oh, she tip it. She paddles out into the t- into the water. Mm-hmm. Grabs crew, tells him to hold his breath, and tips the canoe. Wow. 
And then there's just this really, yeah, like... Like, you very get her perspective on things. Yeah, because she's, like, trying to get... It's, like, harder than it is. Like, she gets... And she hears, like, her daughter crying and, like, drowning. And, like, it's awful. Like, it's legitimately... Carly Hoover went to a very dark place It's here. legitimately awful. Yeah. And so she's, like... Because Crew's freaking out. He's crying. She's, like, you need to call your dad. And he's, like, my sister. What are we and doing? And he's, like, five. So... And then, like, she's, like, just trying to, like, fake it. Like, she's actually trying to look for her. But she's just hoping. She's, like, hoping no one finds her. And then, so Jeremy comes. He just, like... There's a mess. Yeah, so he just goes into the water. Because he's like, I'm going to find her. And then the cops show up and everything. And they find her. She got got tangled in this fishing net that Jeremy had lost. And she would have made it to the shore, but she got tangled, and then she drowned. And then while they're climbing up the dock, the dock like kind of like breaks, and he trips, and his dead daughter like falls on him. Oh. And then like he has her like on the ground, like of the the dock. And he's just like, I'm so like, yeah, he's like, like daddy, like he's like, and it's legitimately is just this is just awful. <laughs> Like, and she literally, because, like, like Verity's saying, well, he lost one. Like, I guess it would be as bad as, like, losing all three. Wow. But she's like, well, like, crew's okay. Yeah. So we'll, like... like yeah, we got one. One out of three isn't bad. Yeah. Just 33%. Yeah, and then... Wow, Colleen went just went into the darkness, huh? Yeah, and Verity's, like, his reaction wasn't what I had planned. But I realized that he was in shock. He'd adjust. He just needed time. And she's like, he'll get over it. Yeah. Oh, this that, woman is is a villain. That is that was an extreme like just for just for like what gets me, that was a, like I did not like that. That made yeah. me very Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, like I don't know, like oh, any, yeah. anyone older getting killed, it doesn't bug me yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like kids is just like that gets me. No, no, I get you. There's a not to like just kinda mm. trauma shit. I I think uh one of my thing is uh Sexual violence, yeah, like okay. yeah, we've talked about yeah. it with like some anime and stuff, and mm-hmm. how like just aggress- and you're just it just doesn't it just doesn't sit uh, well. Like Game of Thrones makes me really uncomfortable. Yes, like, it just it's just uh, it's good that it does. <laughs> yeah, that, we're, yeah we're, no, exactly. we're, we're normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good that we have emotions. Unlike Verity, unlike Verity, <laughs> but we all you know we all have a thing that kind of, we go. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't like this makes me more uncomfortable than other things. Right. So so Lowen throws up after reading this. That's fair. I would be like, what the fuck? I think I think at that point you got two options, honestly. Yeah. You try to kill her. Well she's like and you think she's running around, right? You gotta kill her. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I think at that point I think I think it's one thing for her to hate her kids and but to know she was like, No, like I she's gonna die. I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. I think at that point you you either you either become this harbinger of justice yeah. and you smother her mm-hmm. ass. Or you just go take keep the money. I'll be homeless. I'll figure it out. I'm yeah. out. I know too much. I know too much. Yeah. This this like then I think at that point though I would if I was out I would tell him. Yeah. 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 You have to tell him right because yeah. you think she's still awake. Yeah. At that point you have to tell him. What she does instead is pop his annex with some crown royal. Oh, that's <laughs> not healthy. I fall asleep. Did she just forget to lock the door again? No. Well, she wakes up. Well, she must have. No, actually, no. Jeremy sneaks in her window. And they bang. Oh, on some zannies and on some zannies. Big. And uh, wait, that's not good. They bang. That's unconsensual. She's on drugs. And this is that uh, the uh, oh the thing you sent me. Yeah. So he so don't he, read it. Read it for the class. No, I had to read it. You all have to listen to this bullshit. Fuck you guys. 
Zach, read so this. So again, my man does not believe in condoms, apparently. <laughs> and they only got three kids out of it. So he spreads his seed. <laughs> and she goes, he does, so he deserves to be with someone who will put her love for his children before anything else. I pull the pillow off my face and place it under my hips, lifting them so that everything he just left inside of me doesn't seep out. Word. Now, okay. Now, there's another question I have. So you read. So you, I read. You sent me that expert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Colin Hoover, you tell. You, I read that, and I was like, why was there a pill on her face? Um. Does it? Does yeah. It, does it? Does. Uh, I pull the pillow over my. Okay, I don't know why he didn't. Oh, because he crawls out the window and. I don't know why he didn't use the door, but it makes me laugh. I pull a pillow over my face and smile. What has come over me? Oh, my God. okay. Oh, no, he wasn't like, ah. <laughs> I thought he was like, I, you know, no. like, Amos didn't like choking, but guess who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. Poor Amos, man. I know she's in this weird... I think, she should have just choked him. I think Amos is in a much better place. Oh, yeah. So she has this dream about Crew, and she oh. dreams that Crew's, like, fucked up because of what happened. Is he not? No, like, like as an adult. Oh. Like, like he becomes, like, this, like evil again. <laughs> so she basically, she goes and talks to Crew and be like, hey, what's going on? And he's playing a game on his iPod. Okay, Colleen Hoover, I'm going to read another sentence. This might be the most heinous sentence in this entire book. He says he's playing Toy Blast. Okay. At least it's not Fallout or Grand Theft Auto. There's hope for him yet. Oh, shut the fuck up. Toy Blast, get out of here, dude. He's not playing Grand Theft Auto. That'll really, at least he's reading a Colleen Hoover book. <laughs> that'll make, that'll <laughs> fuck him up more than... Co- oh, boy. Fucking Verity sure did read and play a lot of GTA, and so she murdered mm-hmm. her children. So, basically, he's... He's eating peanut... So, he's eating peanut butter. Like, so he, well, so like dodged, with a knife out the jar. He dodged the bullet. Right. So he's, so, he's just eating peanut butter, like, out of a jar with a butter knife. And she's talking to him. How old him. is he at this point? Five? He's five. Okay. And she's like, hey, when you fell in the water, did your mom tell you to hold, like, hold your breath? Because that's what Verity wrote. And Crew goes, my mom told me not to, like, answer any questions that you asked. And she's like, your mom talks to you. And he kind of like, oh, I should have, like, said that. Said that. So he's kind of, like, panicking. Mm-hmm. And he accidentally bites down on the butter knife. And, like, really cuts himself. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy, like, freaks out. He's like, oh, we gotta take him to go get stitches. Take crew. You stay here with Verity. I can't leave him alone. Oh, I'm gonna go no, take... No, not. No, you're not leaving me alone. I'm gonna go take crew. We'll be back later. Oh, no. She does her best work when there's time. So, she's like, okay, I gotta get eyes on this woman. Bro, you start sh- you start warming up. Yeah. Like, all right, we're fighting, I think. <laughs> and Verity, so Jeremy was like getting her into bed, but he didn't get her in all the way. So like, she's kind of she, she's kind of hanging out, and she's like, mm, like, <laughs> she's like, move, like. So she like runs up, like pushes her foot like in the bed, like and runs up and then locks the door and like locks her in there. And she's like, I've got this great idea. She runs down to the basement don't go to the basement why are we going to the basement and she get well so this whole time she 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 did have a uh, knife <laughs> but she runs down to the basement she finds the baby monitor and she runs back in to Verity's room and Verity's eyes are closed this whole time and she puts the baby monitor in Verity's room and then locks the door again she's like I can watch her on the baby I monitor put, I wouldn't have put it I wouldn't have put it you where she put, see it I would have hit it like in a baby cam, like you know what I mean? Right. Like a nanny cam thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically be like, um I see motherfucker. Basically, yeah, she's like, I'm gonna and I'm gonna take like a video like a to show him that like she moves like she moves at some point. 
And while she's doing this, she decides to read the last chapter of Verity's autobiography. Mm-hmm. And basically, the police keep questioning her about what happened. Mm-hmm. And because Crew told the police that she said to like hold her breath. Uh, and then why would you say that? Yeah, and he's like, yeah. no, he's like, we were tipping. It was like, I said it while we were tipping. And like, why weren't they wearing life vests and like the yeah. whole thing? And then as it's going, Jeremy starts to question it. And Jeremy is like putting two and two together. And so she she wraps herself, or she yeah he, she she she's like he does it basically. He's like, why would you tell that? To, like, Crew said that you told it, and he's like, no, Crew said it was before. Like, you flipped. Yeah. Like why? And she realizes that, like she he he catches her, and he's she's like fuck. It's coming fuck. down. It's coming down on her. Yeah. And then. Uh, or maybe as she goes, I don't know what happens next. Unless, unlike my prediction of Chaston's murder, I because she considers her daughter's death a murder because she thinks Harper killed her. Yeah, murder. I don't know how my life will end. Will it be at the hands of Jeremy or will it be in my own hand? Maybe it won't end at all. Maybe Jeremy will wake up tomorrow and see me sleeping next to him. Maybe he'll remember all the good times, all the blowjobs, all the swallowing, and he'll realize. How Wait, many... no, it doesn't say that. Yeah, hundred percent. No, it fucking doesn't, Zach. Wow. Wow. And he'll realize how much more time we'll have to do these things now that we only have one child. Or maybe he'll wake up convinced that Harper's death was not an accident. Maybe he'll report me to the police. Maybe he'll want me to see me suffer for what I did to her. If that's the case, so be it. I'll just drive my car into a tree. And then she writes the end, and then that's the end of her autobiography. Okay, so she so she does so he so he figures it out. He I like think. figures it out. They have a conversation. She goes okay, and yeah. Then she just wraps the car in a tree. Yeah. So uh, she's like, "Fuck, I gotta like tell him at this point, right?" Verity's 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 Verity Verity's yeah. So he he walks up, and so so he comes back with crew crew and, and crew got a couple stitches. And he's like, okay, I'll be upstairs. And while he goes to be upstairs, she looks down at the baby monitor. And she sees Verity crawling on the ground. And she's like, yo, Jeremy, we have a problem. And uh, Jeremy, she crawling on the ground? She, oh. She, she, I mean, you don't know. She's on her hands and knees. Oh. And Jeremy's like, what? And she's like, she's moving. So he runs up there. As soon as they get in there, she's in the bed. She, she, she's back in the bed. And Jeremy is like, okay, this isn't funny. This is if you got. He's like, you gotta leave. Like, we're 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 done with like Crazy Town. And she's like, no, Jeremy. Like, I gotta prove to you. Here, just take this. She hands him the manuscript, and she's like, you gotta go read this. He has to have read it. So she gives it to him. Twist. He read it. So so he so he gets it. He's like, what is this? He's like, where did you find this? And she gives it to him. So he goes upstairs to read it. And she hears him reading it upstairs. And she hears him, like, start to, like, cr- like lose it, like, cry. And basically, he busts into her room. And in he's, yeah, into Verity's room. And she, and she, like, so she's watching it on, on the baby monitor. Oh, my God. And he's, like... Get the fuck. He, he's like, wake up! Like, <laughs> like it's time, it's time, it's time <laughs> to wake up! And she's not doing anything. And he kind of goes away. He comes back. He's like, listen, if you don't, like, talk to me right now, I'm, like, you know, he's like, I'm going to call the police. 
I'm going to show them this. And I'm just going to put you in a mental hospital, like a mental institution. And yeah. you'll just be locked up for the rest of your life. You'll never see me or our son again. She opens her eyes. Wow. She's like, you got me. <laughs> I would have got away with it too. I meddling kids. And she gets, he, he basically is like, what the fuck, Verity? And he is like, what? So he's not, she's kind of like, whoa, like I had, like I had to, like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, she, cause he, she knows like, he's like about to like kill her. kill her. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you know, like, listen, listen, I had to, I like, I, I had to do it. So he gets on top of her. He starts choking her. So oh. Laura runs up there. And he's like, yo, <laughs> if you choke her, like she, you're, 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 you're going to go to jail. Your kid's fucked. Your kid's fucked. And he's like, so Verity's like screaming. He's like holding her down. He's like, well, what do I do? And Lauren's like, well, you could uh, stick your fingers in her mouth, cause her to throw up. She'll aspirate and they'll think it was an accident because she is just like comatose. So he does that. What the fuck? So he sticks his fingers. And then, so Lauren, so wait, she's. So wait, so, they, so they, they cause her to throw up. So they hold her down. They hold her down. He's on top of her. Wow. Holding her down. He's holding her nose shut. Sticks wow. his fingers down her throat. Causes her to throw up. And then she chokes to death. But, wow. it, but, it, but it's aspirating. So when they come. They're, they're, yeah, she did. Well, she did. She choked on her own vomit. She choked on her own vomit and died. So Lowen's like, oh, we kind of killed somebody. Yeah, no shit. And he's like, listen, we just got to get the story straight. Like she, she choked, she, 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 she aspirated, she, she's dead. Mm. We can, we'll leave here. We'll be good. Seven months later, Verity's died in her sleep. Uh, Lowen is now pregnant from holding in the seed. She's going to have their, their, their own little family. They're going to get together. Uh, they, they are together. They're living together. Um, they're going to have a daughter. Crew's doing all right. They're together. So they're just... That's it. They're still... No, they're, 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 there's one little wrinkle left. Oh, okay. There's one little wrinkle left. I was going to be very upset if this is not... That, that no, no, no. So, so they have to go back to the Vermont house. Uh-huh. Because they're going to sell the house. Yeah. Get some money of it. I'm burning that bitch. Vision the ground. So they're, they're, they're packing everything up. They're getting ready to go. And, um, basically, uh, crew runs by and he's got these drawings. And I'm like, oh, where'd you get those? And he's like, oh, mom would kept these in the hole in the floor. There's a hole in the floor? She's like, no, that's what she, there's a hole in the floor? And she's like, oh, I did see her on her hands and knees on the baby monitor. So, I bet that there's like something up there. So she goes up and the, he didn't close it all the way. Uh-huh. He would still kind of so she pulls it and she finds a picture of the girls. Uh-huh. She finds the knife uh-huh. from earlier and she finds a letter that's addressed to Jeremy. Okay. And the book ends on this letter. Okay. Which, which I am going to read to you. Oh my goodness! I'm, so so I'm gonna. I am enthralled, Zach. <laughs> okay, so so the the ascending letter is decently long. It's okay. a couple pages, but I'm just gonna. Fuck it. I, yeah, I'm going to read it because we're going to clear out this whole thing. We're in it to the end, maybe. Dear Jeremy, I hope it's you who finds this letter. If it isn't you, I hope it will get to you somehow because I have a lot to say. I want to start off with an apology. 
I'm sure by the time you read this, I'll have left in the middle of the night with crew. The thought of leaving you alone in the home we shared so many memories together makes me ache for you. We had such a good life with our children, with each other, but we're chronics. And that was this term they for chronic, like, um, pain and, like, suffering coming in your life. We should have known our heartache wouldn't end with Harper's death. After years of being the perfect wife to you, I never expected this career that I love and devote most of my time would ultimately be what ended us. Our lives were perfect until we somehow flipped into an alternate dimension the day Chaston died. As much as I tried to forget where it all started to go wrong, I was cursed with this mind that never forgets a single thing. We were in Manhattan having a dinner with my editor Amanda. You were wearing that gray sweater I loved, the one your mother bought for you for Christmas. My first novel had just released and I signed the new two-book deal with Pentum, which is why we were at that dinner. I was discussing my next move with Amanda. I don't know if you turned this part turn out this part of this conversation out, but I'm guessing you did because you because writer talk always bored you. I was expressing my concern to Amanda because I wasn't sure which angle to take with the new book. Should I write something completely different, or should I stick with the same formula of writing from the villain's point of view that made my first novel so successful? Oh no. She suggested that I stick to the same formula, but she also wanted me to take even more risk with the second book. I told her that it was difficult for me to make a voice in my novel and sound authentic when it wasn't, it wasn't all how I think of my everyday life. I was worried I wouldn't be able to improve my craft with the next book. That's when she told me to try an exercise she learned in grad school called anti- antagonistic journaling. This would have oh, been a great no, time for, for you to be paying attention at that dinner, but you were on your phone probably reading an ebook that wasn't mine. You caught me staring at you and looked up at me, but I just smiled at you. I wasn't mad. I was happy you were there with me and being patient while I received advice from my new editor. You squeezed my leg under the table and I directed my attention back to Amanda, but my focus was on your hand as it traced circles around my knee. I couldn't wait to get back to our place that night because it was our first night away from the girls together, but I was very interested in the advice Amanda was giving me. She said antagonistic journaling was the best way to improve my craft. She said I needed to get into the mind of an evil character by writing journal entries from my own life, things that really happened, but to make my inner dialogue in the journal entry be the opposite from what I was actually thinking at the time. She told me to start by writing about the day you and I met. She said I should write down what I was wearing, where we met, and what our conversation was that night, but to make my inner dialogue more sinister than it actually was. It sounded simple, harmless. I'll give you an example from the paragraph I just wrote above. I had looked over at Jeremy, hoping he's paying attention. He isn't. He's staring down at his fucking phone again. This dinner is a huge deal for me. I realize this isn't Jeremy's scene, these fancy dinners and meetings in Manhattan, but it's not like I force him to do this all the time. Instead, he was reading someone else's ebook, being completely disrespectful to this entire conversation. He reads all the time, yet he doesn't feel comfortable reading my books. It's an insult in the highest form. I'm so embarrassed by his audacity, but I know I need to mask my embarrassment. If Amanda notices the irritation on my face, she might notice Jeremy's disrespect. Jeremy looks up at me, so I force a smile. I can save my anger for later. I give my attention back to Amanda, hoping she doesn't notice Jeremy's behavior. A few seconds later, Jeremy squeezes my leg right above my knee, and I stiffen beneath his touch. Most of the time, I crave it, but in this moment, the only thing I crave is a, is a husband who supports my career. And that's how easy it is for a writer to pretend to be someone they aren't. As soon as we got back to our place, I went straight to my laptop and wrote about the first night we met. I pretended my red dress was stolen in my alternate version. I pretended that there were... I was there, hopefully, to fuck rich men, which was absolutely not true. You should know me better than that, Jeremy. Oh, no. I wasn't very good at making myself much of a villain the first time. Oh, my God. I tried it, so I made it a habit of writing down the milestone moments. 
I wrote about the night you proposed to me, the night I found out I was pregnant, the day I gave birth to the girls. Every time I wrote about a new milestone, I got better and better at being inside the mind of a villain. It was exhilarating, and it helped. It helped immensely, which is why I was able to create such realistic, terrifying characters in my novels. It's why they sold, because I was good at it. By the time I had finished the third novel, I had felt I had mastered the craft of writing from the point of a view that wasn't at all mine. The exercises had helped me so much, I decided to combine all my journal entries into one autobiography that could be used to teach other authors how to master their craft. I needed to tie the chapters together with an overall storyline so that the autobiography was more co cohesive, so I pushed the envelope with every scene to make it more jarring, more disturbing. Oh, no. Zach. I <laughs> did she was never evil. I don't. Oh my God! I don't regret writing it because my only intention was to eventually help other writers. But I do regret writing about Harper's death just days after it happened. My mind was in such a dark space, though, and sometimes as a writer, the only way to clear your mind is to let the darkness spill out onto a keyboard. It was my therapy, no matter how hard that may be for you to understand. Besides, I never thought that you would read it. Beyond that first manuscript, manuscript, you never read anything I wrote. So why did you choose to read that one? It was never meant for anyone to read and believe. It was an exercise, that's it, a way to tap into the dark grief that was eating at me and eliminating it with every stroke of the keyboard. Putting all the blame onto this fictional villain I had created in that autobiography was one of the ways I coped. I know, okay. I know this letter is hard for you to read, and it can't be any harder that the manuscript was to read the night you found it. And if we're ever going to come to a place of forgiveness, you need to keep reading so you'll know the absolute truth of that night, not the version you discovered the day after Harper died. When I took Harper and, and crew out onto the lake that day, I was trying to be good for them. That morning you mentioned how I didn't play with them anymore, and you were right. It was so hard because I missed Chaston so much, but I also had these two beautiful children who still needed me, and Harper really did want to go on the water that day. It's why she ran upstairs crying, because I had told her no. I never scolded her for the lake of emotions, for her lack of emotions like I stated in the manuscript. I was using artistic freedom to further the plot. It's an insult that you believe I would speak to one of our children that way. It's an insult that you believe that any of that manuscript or that I was capable of harming them. Harper's death was an accident. Her death was an accident, Jeremy. They needed to go in the canoe, and it was so beautiful that day. They wanted to go in that canoe. And yes, I should have put life vests on them. I realize that. But how many times have we gone in that boat without them? The water wasn't that deep. I had no idea the fishing net was beneath the surface. If it weren't for that fucking fishing net, I would have found her and helped her to shore, and we would all have laughed about that day the boat tipped over. I can't even tell you how sorry I am for not doing anything differently that day. If I could go back, I would, and know I, and you know I would. When you got there and pulled her out of the water, water and held her, I wanted to rip my heart out and feed it to you because I knew you no longer had one of your own. I didn't want to live for another second after seeing your anguish. My God, Jeremy, to lose both of them. Both of them. I, would, I noticed your suspicion come to a head a few nights after Harper passed. We were in bed when you started asking me all these questions, and I couldn't eat and I couldn't even believe you would think that I would do something like that on purpose. Even, even if it were a fleeting thought, I saw the love you had for me leave your body and flit away like it was never even there. Our entire past, all the great moments we shared, it just left. Because yes, I did tell Crew to hold his breath. I told him to hold his breath as his canoe was tipping over. I was trying to help him. I thought Harper would be fine because we played in that lake many times before, so my focus was on Crew getting after we fell into the water. I grabbed him and he was panicking, so I tried to make it back to the dock as fast as I could before he caused us both to drown. Not even 30 seconds had passed before I realized Harper wasn't right behind us. To this day, I blame myself. 
I, I was her mother, her protector, and I assumed she'd be fine, so I focused on crew for 30 seconds too long. I immediately tried to swim back and find her, and the canoe had skifted farther because of the commotion of the water. I couldn't even find where she had gone, and crew was still fighting me, panicking. I knew if I couldn't get to the shore in that exact moment, all three of us would drown. I searched for her with everything in me, Jeremy. You have to believe me. Every part of me drowned in that lake with her. I didn't blame you for suspecting me. I probably would have allowed my mind to explore every possible scenario if the roles had been reversed and she drowned under your supervision. It's natural to assume the worst in people, and if that assumption is only for a split second. I thought you'd wake up the next day after our conversation in bed and you'd realize how ridiculous your indirect accusation had been. I didn't even try to change your mind that night because I was too full of grief to care to argue. If only I had been days since she's passed and I honestly just wanted to die. I wanted to walk out of the lake at night and join her because her death was my fault. It was an accident, yes, but if I made her wear a vest, it would have been able to grab her and crew together and she'd still be alive. I couldn't sleep, so I went to my office and opened my laptop for the first time in over six months. Imagine for a moment, a mother grieving for the loss of her daughter, writing a fictional work that accused one of them of murdering the other. It was beyond disturbing. I realized that, which is why I cried the entire time I typed. But I thought maybe if I released my guilt and my grief onto this fictional villain I had created, it would help me somehow in a twisted way. I wrote all about Chaston's death. I wrote about Harper's. I even wrote about to the beginning of the manuscript and added foreshadowing so the entire thing would match our new grim reality. And in a way, it did help ease a small fraction of my guilt and pain being being able to blame this fictional version of myself rather than accept the blame in real life. I can't explain the mind of a writer to you, Jeremy, especially the mind of a writer who has been through more devastation than most writers combined. We're able to separate our reality from fiction. This keeps going for fucking forever. But he finds the manuscript. Mm -hmm. He reads it. Reads about her... Wanting to kill the kids. And reads about her wanting to get wrapped around a tree. Mm -hmm. He drugs her. Ties her up, puts her in the car, drives into a tree, but she doesn't die. She goes into a coma. She comes out of the coma and realizes, oh, he he tried to kill me. Oh, my God. So, anyway. So, let's let's skip ahead a little bit. So, he finally... Wait. So, he... So, what... So he so he was taking care of her because he he legitimately was like taking care of her after, but he put her in the car. Yeah, tried to kill her in the thing. So he was he tried to kill her, but yeah. then so then when she showed her the match, he was like somebody else knows. Yeah. So for for three days, I pretended to still be in a coma for anyone who would enter my room. Doctors, nurses, you crew. But I was careless one day, and you caught me with my eyes open as you walked into the hospital room. You stared at me. I stared back. I saw your fist clench as if you were pissed that I had woken up, as if you wanted to walk over and wrap your fingers around my throat again. You you took a few steps toward me, but I decided not to follow you with my eyes because your rage terrified me. If I pretended not to be aware of my surroundings in that moment, there was a chance you wouldn't try to end my life again. A chance you wouldn't go to the police and tell them I had recovered. So, what her plan was, was to wait till she could get away, take crew, and leave with him. And then while he was downstairs having sex with Lauren, she locked the door, went up, and wrote this letter. Oh. So, Lowen finds this. She has to, she burns it. She rips it up, flushes it down the toilet. She's like, well. That sucks. (laughs) She's like, well, I don't know. She could just be, she could have just wrote this letter to obfuscate, to be like, this was like her final revenge. She was evil the whole time. Maybe she wrote this letter to try to 
shift blame on us and, yeah. and ruin our future lives together. That's Maybe true. this is the truth. Maybe this really happened. But oh, she's like, but I'm, she's gonna, like, I'm, but I'm gonna, gonna rip it, it up. I'm not gonna ever bring this up to Jeremy, and they live happily ever after together. Wow, my God! <laughs> listen, that listen. It ends with us is nowhere no. near as good as this. No, wow. this has some juice. Wow, that was fantastic. So, 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 so that's how the book ends. That's how it wraps all up. So you're left with wondering. Was she good the whole time and they murdered an innocent woman? Or was she evil the whole time? And she deserved to die. And she was evil the whole time. This was just her, like, fuck you. And it um, it ends with her going... Oh, fuck that bitch. No. Uh, where is it? What does she say at the end? She goes, no matter which way I look at it, it's clear that Verity was a master of manipulating the truth. The only question that remains is which truth was she manipulating? That hits the end. And that's the end of the story. Wow, I am. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I saw, yeah. I saw you end it in uh, Ashland's here with this, and I heard her kind of like chuckle, <laughs> like like because oh, I'm like that uh, was that was fantastic. I would have read the whole letter. That was like there was a lot more pages, and my voice was fucking going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is that is Verity. That is that short. It's good. That is a very good. Story. That is very good. If it did it have like like I said, I feel like. Honestly, she even mentions like she's like Jeremy. Like the sex was good, but like it wasn't that good. Like you should have realized that it was like, yeah. But but not the way Lowen talked about it though. So. Uh, Lowen thought he was fucking killing the game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is if this is a really good like wow. Really, yeah. If if, is... if Alfred Hitchcock could get uh, like could have got that, that would have been yeah. all right. So so here's the big question. Yeah. Was she a good woman or was she a bad person and was manipulating the truth? I don't know. Like you, you legitimately have enough for either side. Yeah. Um, I want more of this, Colleen Hoover. You're never gonna yeah. listen to us, but I yes. want like, uh, like wow, that like if her other shit is like this, then okay, then I'll read all. Of that it. that but, was a good that was a good throw in at the end there to really yeah. And um, the the reviews aren't. As interesting, but some people hated the ending. Oh, they wanted the clear and concise. They wanted a clear and concise. I get that. I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple like anime movies that I really love that I can't talk about to you because yeah. we haven't seen them. Yeah. Um, but they end kind of ambiguous, and I'm like, no, I need like it's one of those moments where I need to know yeah. what happened. But this with how with just how twisty it was supposed to be, and like, oh, and like you yeah. know what I mean? Like, how much of it is Lowen making it up in her head? Yeah, how much is, yeah, how much was Verity? I mean, a lot of the reviews, the, the negative points talking about, is it really possible to fake being comatose for however long? And some people talk about how the suspense parts get hurt because of the sex parts. And is that, I feel like that's something you agree with. Yes, I, I, I do feel like it's, it would have been a stronger overall story, mm-hmm. I think, if it just stuck to being like a, a creepy thriller horror book. And I feel like it does get distracted by mm-hmm. the sex. Um, and the love story kind of feels... Uh, the love story did feel a little... A little... But, but like I said, there's a very... There was... This was a really good plot. This had a really good yeah. bones to it. And it, it it's a really fun read. Like, I think you probably talk about it today. And it's it's honestly like... It's good. Mm. Um, it was a 
I, I knew once I got a little bit into it, I'm like, this will be so much fun to talk about. And wow, I am so glad. I'm gonna be honest. I'm so glad you did. This is this is better than Spawn. This oh, is this is oh. I love and uh, Ashlyn kind of says I love a good like murder mystery. Oh, like, and this is oh you will uh, if if you give me a murder mystery that that has me entertained, I'll sit there and I'll like oh yeah no this all is all right tell me how it ends no this is no legitimately no this is great it's so much better than this book it starts with us <laughs> wow but, yeah so so that's Verity and like I said this this book is it has like a four point four. On, on Goodreads. Uh, all the top reviews are all negative, but it has overall really good. Um, and the people who liked it just, um, I like it for the same reason we talked about it, just entertaining. It's, uh, yeah. wow. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. That was good. I, yeah, I don't know what to say. That but, was fantastic. Yeah, so that's, that. I'm sad because I feel like a lot of people are going to be put off that it's two and a half hour episode, but no, like, this is really fun. That was, yeah, no, I had a, I had a blast recording that episode. I was, <laughs> maybe we can do it in two parts, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll just, I'll do, I'll cut it in half. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was a ton of, Colleen, I'll see if Colleen Hoover has any other, thr- I think she has a couple other, like, thrillers, mm-hmm. so I'll see, I'll see if there's any more, uh, if yeah, we can dip yeah, into the yeah, well yeah. again, depending on how this bad boy does, but that was a, uh, that was a, thank you for coming along with me to this, uh, wow, that wild was, ride. That was so much fun. Yeah. I, and for the record, I'm not, I don't, we don't yeah. tell each other what the story yeah. is and stuff, so all of my reactions are, like, yeah. like you, I'm, gen, I'm genuinely freaking out, like, on the other side of this table. Yeah. Like, no, Zach. No, she's coming. <laughs> no, but, like, no, I got to the end, I was like, huh? I wonder if, no, she, but she just tears it up and flushes it down the toilet and, like, no one's gonna know. Wow. So you theoretically, they live happily ever after. They have another daughter, and and like you would really, uh, I mean, Jeremy crashing the car to the tree, but then she's like, but then she he took care of her. He's a good dude. Low low one is unaffected. Yeah. So that is that is very. Wow. Well, thank you, Zach. Yeah, of course. Holy shit. Um, maybe the moral of this is. Really remind people that you're writing some shit with some thoughts. With in some it. thoughts, so you know you don't. That, and I still think it's sketchy to do that. <laughs> it is. Oh, 100 percent. Like, like I understand it's like a healing thing. That's odd. But I would burn that shit. Yeah, after. I wouldn't keep it. Nah. Yeah. Well, so here's so here's so okay, well here's my thing. Yeah. He he read it once. Mm-hmm. And then she finds it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, we'll kill her. Mm-hmm. Was that... Like, that's what... That's what that, it's almost like... The, you know, like, in Inception, when, yeah. when he's like, if you spin the thing, well, that'll tell you whether, whether we're in reality yeah. or in, in a dream? I feel like that moment, if... I don't have enough, yeah. like... I'm coming down from a high. But, like, I feel like that moment, for me, really determines whether or not we are in yeah. a, like... Well, the thing she brings up is, like, why, if she showed it to him, did he read it again and then have a reaction? Yeah. But at the same time, when she finds it, his words aren't, what is it? He says, where did you find it? Yeah. Well, he's like, where did you find that? Which could either go that he's read it before, didn't know where it went, but then he goes and he reads it again and has a reaction to it. So you're really left with that. So, well, so, no, so, here's my, so I I think he hit, I think he he did it yeah. wrapped it was like okay like moment of insanity yeah then like you know what I mean it's like it's like when the dog bar- unburies the body and yeah you're like, fuck yeah 
So I think I think he was like, oh, like, uh, and then and then it brought up those emotions. And again. he's like, I can kill her. And he's like, now I have, now I can. Get well, away now with he's it. like, oh, she's faking it too. Yeah. And it gave him an easy way to kill her instead of wrapping yeah. her around a tree. Yeah. I think she was a good person. Yeah. She like buying a headboard and Lowen asserted dominance by it. So that was real. That was real. So if it didn't have that like goofy shit. Like, it was really entertaining. Yeah. But I feel like this could go from, like, a good book. This could have been an amazing yeah. book. I think so, too. There was just something you didn't need, like... I think I think it's supposed to be, like, sex and danger. Yeah. Right? Ooh, it's... Like, you can say he, like, came at her and she got pregnant. You don't have to put, like, the, I tilted up to save all of his seed. Like, but, but I think I think it was also to show that Lowen was, was, buy, oh, she was, was buying in into... Yeah, that's true. Like it was like she comes in like kind of meek and the yeah. and like she connected with this you like not yeah. the evil but the confident persona of yeah evil her and it was kind of like oh like yeah you know, I feel this I can you know this is what this is a man who likes power yeah and stuff like that so I think like yeah yeah like yeah, like, like I kind of saw it being like almost like I thought it was gonna be like a parallel like she, like yeah. something happens to her she buys into the yeah. evil and like oh like becomes this like monster or whatever yeah for sure. Wow, I can honestly talk about what I think about this book for a hot minute. That's, um, it's good, right? Wow, that was fun. Fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, read, read this shit. Read this shit. I mean, you guys hear what i Yeah, no, honestly. Honestly. But on the. Wow. I, I like it. Like good. And I, I feel like there's yeah. going to be a lot of people like, you could saw it coming, which we mentioned. But whatever. It's fun. I thought the last twist. Though the last twist, I legitimately. Uh, didn't really see coming. Yeah. And some people were like, it's a bad twist. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, that's a good... That is a good twist. That's a good you, twist. I think, you, I think you, you can hear me go... <gasps> yeah, no, that's a... No, I thought it was legitimately a good twist. Because it puts the whole... Yeah, Kip and Kaboom. It, it would be a good M. Night... Sh- that's like an M. Night Shyamalan yeah. last second. They were dead the whole time. Like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. That was up there. Fuck. Big. Really Big. Wow. Well... Applause for claps that hats off for Zach. That was a great Thanks. choice. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I it think after a, this. That was a, a boy and his dragon. A boy and his dragon. It was a, that big. was fun. Um Thank you everybody for listening. Wow, if you've been in it this long, you're in for a fucking treat. Let me tell you something here. Wow, oh. I haven't this yeah. I've, I've this is so much fun. Um Thank you again everybody. Uh we are uh God, I don't even know what episode. We are nearing our 500 yeah. listen. Uh, thank you, everybody who has taken the time to listen to our psychotic thoughts and reading our really manuscripts enjoy. about the things we love. Um, honestly, I don't know when we first started. Uh, 500 uh, listens, but it is kind of a big deal. No, it is a big deal. Um, I never thought we would get this far. Yeah, no, I yeah. guess. I just it was just something for us to do for fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure. But, everybody's enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this. My, much like Verity pretending to be in a coma, we're in it for the long uh, haul. We're in the long, the long sell. Um, we are. We do have some like sticker stuff going on. We're trying to figure that out a lot. Out. I think we're trying to work on like creating merchandise at this point because you know. Yeah. Shout out to our artist. Hopefully they listen. And they, they listen to them. They listen to two and a half hours. Shit, <laughs> to hear this. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so we have some stuff going on with that. We are, of course, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, Amazon, where all your major podcasts are. 
Uh, we are on Threads. I'm having, I've kind of fallen off on Threads uh, a little bit, but I will. We are also on Instagram. I'm thinking about making a Twitter or X. 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 Not that. Not a Twitter. Um, and then eventually, hopefully, we can do. Maybe we can do a TikTok to like just talking about this really fast or something like that. Yeah, like cool. like Verity because like wow. Yeah, I know. I did, I did uh, not mean it to go that long. But it's it okay. Like, no, no, it was like. Oh, that guy bought in so hard. It was so. It was funny. So the, the the jumps that I would have, like, yeah. no, like so in my head, I would see it happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. So no, I imagine like them doing stuff, yeah. and then like opening her eyes, and there she right is, there, you know, the like this deranged woman, like yeah. Like, oh fuck. But uh, but yeah. So we're doing that. We're working on like hats, and sh- I'm I'm telling Zach we gotta go look at hats. Yeah, yes, sir. And stuff like that. So we're trying to do all that. It's been fun. Thank you guys so much. We're gonna try to figure out what we want to do for our 500 listen. Uh, I don't know, maybe something like a top 10 list or talk about our favorite things that we've enjoyed. Yeah, maybe have a guest on and we can yeah. bitch and moan at each other. That'd be blast. Uh, but thank you again, everybody. Thank you, Zach. Of course. This has been fantastic. Even, so. like, even if this doesn't get a lot of listens, this has been this is easily my favorite. Me, favorite let's thing. go. Uh, once again, from from the Colleen Hoover section. It's, <laughs> Barnes and Noble. The Barnes and Noble. Zach, from the anime section, it's me, Daniel. Thank you guys and have a wonderful night.